Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Dr. King is in the house on the Healing Revolution. <laughs> Happy New Year, Doctor. Oh, man, I can't wait. This uh, Making them each year can be the best year of your life. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really so exciting. People say, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? And I said, not only do I believe in New Year's resolutions, I believe in almost everyday resolutions. You know, when you think of all, you know, when you start getting into the healing revolution, you begin to realize potentials that you never knew you even had. You start to tap into potentials that have been laying dormant within us. You might think, well, you got a lot to work on. Someone said that, man, you, there's so much to work on. You know, I said, and you're, you're acting like that's a bad thing. <laughs> that's so much opportunity to have when you think about it. You know, you can take the negative side. The glass is half empty. But that empty side of the glass never did anything for me. <laughs> me either. So, no. You know, I like the full size of the glass, whether it's water or whatever. And, uh, you know, that full part is where you have the substance. The full part is where you... You have substance you can work with in life. And so the issue is, it's not, oh, I've got so much to work on. The issue is, I've got so much opportunity to tap into. And that's what we're going to talk about today. One of my, we've been talking about muscle testing. We've right. been talking about, but now we're going to have perfect time for the new years here where we're going to tap into something very important, and that's called TIP. That means tap into potential, T-I-P. And this is something you've seen, probably seen the tapping techniques out there. There's the free, emotional freedom. That's good. But we've been doing tapping way back before all this. This goes back really into the mid to late 60s. <laughs> we did tapping. And, okay. And you know, we did, and through, you know, they started, I started doing tapping in the 70s, in the mid 70s, and started learning about tapping. And I've been tapping since I've been in practice for over 40 years, seeing what this has done to people and for people, what this has manifested breakthroughs that I couldn't get any other way, where there were reoccurring problems every year. Oh, every year I start an exercise program. I start a diet program. This is what I hear mostly from my patients, and I, and I fail. And I've had a long series of failures manifesting, and uh, but in you know, and that has created a pattern. 
course. That's created a rut, if you would. Yeah. That's created a, a programming of failure that, you know, repeats itself until you tap into something much deeper. Tapping can help reprogram. It's like changing your software. Yes, you keep using the same old software. You'll keep having the same old glitches with, with your computer, right? Exactly. You know, now, but, you know, the same with life. We can change our software of life within us with tapping. Tapping is you tap these key acupuncture points in your body, making certain positive affirmations that will go into a system here that is the most empowering system I have seen. One of the issues is this has been proven by dealing with life-death scenarios with so many patients, not just a repetitive failure for exercise or diet, but we're talking about, you know, life-death situations where they've been given a terminal diagnosis. You know, you have so many months to live, or it's all in your head. They've been rejected by the Mayo Clinic and the Cleveland Clinic. And, you know, these are, we received... On our cards back in the through the 80s, we put on there because this is what we got. What described our practice was specializing in difficult cases. Wow. <laughs> so that's we put that on our cards because that described what we did and what we were doing. And, you know, and it was quite amazing because that's what we received, all the rejects, all the people that were given up on because they didn't fit that system. They didn't, that system, the healthcare system did not work for them. And they were walking around like, is it really all in my head? I said, well, a lot of everything is in everybody's head. That doesn't mean it's not, you can't fix it. You know, that just means you need to get into your head. Let's get into your head a little bit here. And let's start looking. And we don't know. It might be something physical. It's probably a combination of everything. Just about everything that happens to people is a combination of a physical illness. There is a mental aberration, an emotional aberration. You know, we're going to talk today about something I love, and I call it the five creative forces. Okay. You know, Luke Skywalker, he just had one force. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, if he had all five, <laughs> you know, if Yoda would have told him about all five. He was holding back. <laughs> Yoda was holding back on him. Amen. And so, you know, all five creative forces, now you've got something. And I'm in the process of writing a book about this now because this is what turned those so-called incurable cases, these so-called terminal cases. What a horrible thing to give somebody a terminal diagnosis. You're giving them a death sentence. That's a heavy thing. As Doc Brown would say, there's that word heavy again. <laughs> yeah, okay. I saw a little glimpse of uh, Back to the Future over the holidays. And so it was... Uh, that is heavy, though. Yeah. And, and how, how wonderful these people must have felt to be able to have Break found free. hope. All of a sudden, their world changed. 
And all you had to do is tap into some causes, get down to some root things. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of these root things I had, I still have these books. They're called spontaneous remissions. These are documented medical cases of so-called terminal diseases that people have overcome. And the only answer that mainstream medicine had for this was, oh, that's just a spontaneous remission. We don't know what happened. Who knows? It just happened. And there's, there's every disease that's so-called terminal has been overcome by somebody. Every disease. Every. There's not one disease that's, some, that's so-called, so-called terminal that somebody hasn't overcome. That just breaks the mold right there. Wait a minute. Instead of just writing it off in some la-la land, it's spontaneous remission, let's dig in and start seeing why. Why? What was the difference with that person? And one of the things when you read these big, thick hardbound texts of spontaneous remissions, you know, you start seeing patterns. You start seeing a pattern such as, and I'll tell you some of my personal patients here, you know, well, and, and we have so many of those, you know, I'm a young guy. I have two little, two daughters in, you know, single digit ages, uh, you know, three and five or whatever. I'm, I'm not here. And he was given a terminal diagnosis and he said and the and, and John's answer to that was hey I'm I, I've got two little girls I want to walk those girls down the aisle in marriage I'm here for them I'm here I'm not giving up I'm not going to leave I will not accept this and he, there was a in that case he had an incredible will to be able to say uh-uh that will was so powerful it overcome that terminal disease. And guess what? John walked those girls down the aisles. Okay. That's you know, and that was, that's one case. Uh, There's another case where, you know, uh, I remember a, a lady and she had a terminal illness. And one of the things that was a link with her was that she had such she chose, she had such a love and passion and joy for life. And she focused on that. And she made that stronger through these challenges. She grew her love and passion for life, her love and passion for her husband, her love and passion for her children, her love and passion, not just for people, but again, life. Life was such a you know a blessing for her. Life was precious. Life was of a, such a great value. She wanted, and she. Some people called her Peter Pan because uh, you know she was all in, in thought she was in just La La Land and in make believe, and but she held to that precious love. And and passion and joy for life so strongly she built that and made it stronger when how do you make when did you grow the most in life randy you know when did you find some substance within you that became so much stronger did that happen in some passive way or were you actually seriously challenged with something that made that grew something in you that only that challenge could grow Exactly what you said in the in the latter part there. When life brings you a, 
a new marriage or a child or some of these, a new job, a new career, that's when you grow. That mm-hmm. is when you better get your bags packed because you're heading down the interstate. You're going somewhere new. Yep. You've chosen to get out of the rut of life where you were, you know, the pattern of life where you were, and it took you into a new place to discover a new empowerment, didn't it? Exactly. And that's what this is all about. It's all about empowerment. These are the books that I'm writing right now. It's all about empowerment. That's what's really missing is we get stuck in our ways. Oh, that's just the way it is. You know, it's the way, it may have been the way it's been, but doesn't mean it has. it's the way it has to be for your future. And that if we can break free from that, Wow. All of a sudden we go to a whole new level in life. That's the difference. That's the difference. So, you know, there is so much empowerment down deep inside of all of us. that We have not tapped nobody. I haven't met anybody that's fully tapped this stuff. We just keep finding more and more to tap into. And, uh, you know, excuse the pun, but because these tapping techniques, when you make positive affirmations and start tapping these different acupuncture points and and other key points on your body, it programs these new affirmations into a new you. It goes down deep inside. It starts to create, to change your software, to transform you to a new being, to take you to a whole new level. And this is such good timing here about, you know, tip, you know, the tip technique. That's, again, tip stands for tap into potential. It's more than just healing our emotions. That's part of it. But there's also tapping into these five creative forces that we're going to talk about. These five creative forces, you know, in the first one, if you hold your hand out in front of you right now and look at your digits, look, start with the little finger. The weakest of all the five creative forces is the will. So that little finger is your will. But like John, he awake, he had a will, and I helped tap him tap into that will and make it even stronger where he overcame that terminal disease. You know, that's something. And he walked those little two little girls, and not at the same time, but he walked them down the aisle. Amazing. He didn't marry them off with his kids either. You know, so, you know, he lived a good, rich life and because he had the will. And when you have the will, you have the way. You know, and it, and of all the creative forces, why I put it as a little finger is because it's the weakest, really, if you separate these out. And they're all these all five creative forces are designed to work together, just like your hands. All your digits are designed to work together. Can you imagine doing the work you're doing without your little finger? No way. Oh, you'll, you'll slip a lot will slip through your hand without your little finger. Right. And so we developed and helped enhance his will. It was a strong point. We just made it so much stronger. We took that momentum and made it more empowering to John. And John overcame that. And uh, when a doctor said, no, it's terminal. You know, and so there's many, many, many stories the next, so the will, we had him, you know, and you can do, and you can, you know, you just have somebody say out loud, I want to exercise daily. And some people, you know, say that, and just say that out loud for a moment, Randy. 
I want to exercise daily. How much do you, when you say that, what do you feel inside? Do you feel like, mm, you know, it's not all there? Or, is, oh, no, I'm all there, man, and there's nothing. That's me. I am. I am the exercise daily guy. I am. I know. That's me. Y'all, he's putting me on the spot here, big time. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. I can, you know, it's not the latter. It's the former. It's, you know, well, okay, I'll do what he says. I'll say that. I'll tr- I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. When you say, oh, well, I'll try. What's that really saying? <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to try. Yeah. It's going to try, but I know I've got a, there's a way out here, and it's not going to work. <laughs> and, you know, that's the, that's the truth here. So you can feel, when you say that out loud, you can feel it, whether you know you hear the Rocky music in the background when you say that, you know, <laughs> do you hear the you know, victory sounds within your spirit when you say that? Or do you hear doubt? Do you hear crickets? Yes. <laughs> oh, I to talk, talk the truth. And, uh, you know, that's when you kind of know that if the will is there or not, or how strong is that will. That's there. Now, you can say these words and you can see, tell it's missing something, and then you can start adding to it. You can start tapping into it. You can start tapping these key points that's in the book, The Healing Revolution. It's online in uh, resource, health resources, uh, on videos. It's online in these podcasts on our website. You know, there's articles. There's, you know, so get the book, watch the videos, start tapping into these empowerments, and you will begin to be empowered. You'll begin to fix the causes behind this. You know, there you can just go in blindly through life without awakening these creative forces. You know, it's like writing a plan. You know, if you've ever been in business or had to write a business plan, you know, you have to fill in some really key things. Well, I'm writing a, one of the books that I'm writing right now is all about creating a life plan. An empowerment plan in life, you know, where you can start using these techniques and fixing the causes of the failures of the past. Just because you have failed in the past doesn't mean you're a failure. You know, you just haven't had all the tools to work with. You know, just be and so don't want to write off yourself as a failure in that category of that area of your life or whatever, just because it, you failed in the past. You know, every great person that has achieved great things, they've also had great failures. The difference between those that have a high achievers and those that are not is that the achievers did not give up. They did not define themselves as a failure because they failed. Success is overcoming many failures. <laughs> okay? Yes. That's really a better definition of success. Truth. We are overcoming many failures. We've taken those failures and applied those failures, you know, like inventors do. Great inventors, did they invent this thing right off the bat? No. First try? No way. Second try? Tenth try, right? You know they didn't give up. They each try that they so called failed, and I don't even like to use that word. I just 
prefer to say that's Didn't experiment succeed. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go. That's my first step. You know, we don't get into our highest calling of a destiny with one step. You know, it's a journey. A journey takes millions of steps maybe, you know, you know, you know, in life in general. But in a project, you know, there's multiple steps. You don't get there in one big leap. But uh, we get there one step at a time using those so-called repetitive experiments <laughs> yeah, or failures, yeah. if you feel like, you know, and, allow, and learn from that and get back up, dust yourself off, and keep going forward. My dad's always said, if you're going to fall, you just fall forward, you're going to gain six feet, son. And, you know, and that sometimes it is that for a while. And then you're up running. You walk, then you can run, then you're moving forward. You can teach experience. Each thing you try in life is just a step closer. Those stumbling blocks you can turn into what we call the stepping stones. Those messes that we have in our lives, we can turn into a great message to not only for ourselves, but to help others as well. Those tests that we go through in life, you can turn into powerful testimonies to inspire others as well. You know, those that's what we do in life. That's life working for us rather than against us. That's The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We'll take a break and be right back and talk more about tapping into your potential for 2019. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. Frank King is here to talk with us about tapping into your potential for 2019. Great timing, Doc. We, uh, we're all looking for something new here, right? We can start with the New Year's resolution, and then we can make it a life resolution that we do all the time because there's so much opportunity. We all have so much untapped potential. We have so much that we can tap into in our lives and begin to work that we don't have to wait for every New Year's to do this. I mean, we, there's so much to work on. And we'll show you ways that you can, things, advancements that you can make now that will make big re- return in your life. And so, you know, with this, what is it? What would we do without resolutions? Where would we be without resolutions? Goals. Go- yes. You know, without that, we'd be very stagnant, wouldn't we? 
rudderless ship wandering around. I love that. And I call it adrift. Yeah. You know, if you were in a sailboat, you've sailed before ever, Randy? Yes. You know, that big keel that, that goes down in the middle of the boat. That's the keel is the key to really helping us navigate through the storms into the wind against, you know, where we use the wind that's coming against us to work for us, to to accelerate us forward in life. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? It thing? really is. And without a keel, we'd be blown, that sailboat, we'd be blown whichever way the wind's blowing. That's where we're going. That's what I call a drift. We can't navigate through life. We're getting tossed hither and heather. Is that the word? Hither and heather. What? Yeah. You remember those? We, uh, and, uh, no, I never met those Okay, girls. those two people. <laughs> and we can be tossed around. We can't control where we're going. And how many people in life feel that way? How many people feel in life they're, they're not in control anymore? And that's what gets us back in control. That's what gives us empowerment. That's what gives us the force, the, you know, the wind coming against us and accelerate us forward where we want to go, navigate in life where we want to be. That's where we're talking about that keel. Okay, that's a core thing, and that's where our plan comes in. That's where we can begin to be more proactive because without resolutions, again, where would we be? We'd be very stagnant. We'd be very passive. We'd be adrift, as you were saying. You know, we would be disempowered in life. We'd be weak. We'd be. We'd feel powerless. We would. We'd be powerless. And you know, once we start awakening our creative forces, it's like putting that keel down, and now we can start navigating into the, whatever the storms life throws at you. You can navigate through them. Not be tossed. And uh, I remember Forrest Gump in that storm out there where they faced the storm and head on. And, and you know, they were the most only survivors in the shrimp boat business. And, and what Forrest say about that? Uh, you know, but, you know, it made him a... Was it a gazillionaire? Yeah. I think it was yeah. something. Is that the term Forrest used? Help me, team, out there. Uh, and I uh, love Forrest Gump. I'm trying oh, to remember yeah, some of those too. terms. But something as simple as Forrest Gump gave every, a lot of people hope, gave a lot of people a sense of empowerment, you know, because you took somebody that looked like they were the most disempowered person, and because of his attitude— he had an attitude, an attitude, a positive attitude oh, that man. determined his altitude in life. Big time. And and they pressed through and they made, you know, they made that work for them. You know, Lieutenant Dan without legs, uh, you know, and mm. uh, the Bubba Gump shrimp cup. Yes. Yeah. And so let's begin to start tapping into those empowerments ourselves. That's a sense of hope. That's a sense of something, a substance. And we can now logically, and, and this is something, again, it's not just what we dreamed up here in the last year. It's something we've been using and seeing the results with our patients for over 40 years and seeing what has really turned those difficult cases around and made them into a, a victories where they, became, where they were victims and now they're victors. You know, that's the beauty of what I saw so much of this in life. That's why I'm so inspired to share this now. 
to let this go without people seeing the empowerment and the potential they have would be sad because we are all suffering needlessly in some ways in life. If we begin to analyze our lives, we'll see where we're slipping, where we are going adrift, as you said, you know, where we're uh, not where, you know, and now we can begin to give you those tools and to strategically utilize these principles of life in a way that can navigate you where you want to be, where you can navigate to overcome those illnesses, where you can navigate to overcome your weaknesses in whatever, relationships. You can overcome certain weaknesses you might have that you've self-imposed on yourself. It's what, oh, your parents might have said, give up on, you know, that artwork that you like to do and get a real job, you know, give up on this. You know, we all as kids have dreams, you know, of doing something and those dreams get squelched many times in life and they shouldn't be. Those dreams should be encouraged. They should be inspired. They should be helped and nurtured and seeded and fed and watered. And, you know, so that we can fulfill those dreams. And as we start to pursue those simple dreams in life as young people, we can then all of a sudden get more refinement of those dreams. That's a starting dream. That's like a starter log. It's like a little thing that starts a fire, a bigger fire within us. And so we need to begin to just start nurturing our dreams where we are right now and begin to just start to pursue those. And as we do, it gets more refined. It gets more clear. All of a sudden, it wasn't exactly what we first thought it to be, but then it morphs and grows and develops into something more. Or fulfilling one dream now leads you to fulfilling the next dream that's even bigger to fulfilling the next dream that even gets bigger than that. And as you fulfill the little dreams, the little things in life, all of a sudden they become bigger and bigger and you build upon a substance of life you never realized you had. And that's in all of us. And it's laying dormant. It's actually stagnant, like stagnant water if it hasn't been pursued. And stagnant things grow nasty stuff and kills dreams. It kills hope. It kills faith. It kills the powerments that we're going to talk about today. We started with the will, with John walking those two girls down the aisle. And then we talked about the lady, you know, that had the great you know, love, passion, and joy for life, the emotions. When you look at your hand, the second force of the five creative forces, the first one is what? Will. The will. No will, no way. Okay, the second one is you look at your ring finger and think about that. That is your emotions. I call it emotion. You know, it's energy in motion. That's what emotions do. They can work for us or they can work against us. Most of us experience emotions in a way that are working against us. Oh, my anger just always gets me in trouble. Oh, my, you know, fear. Oh, that's an emotion. That holds me back. Oh, I would, but I just don't think I can. I'm, I'm a little afraid, you know, the risk. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to take the risks. Uh, I, you know, fear holds us back in so many ways. And what is fear? 
What is fear when we think about it? And in our New Year's resolutions here, fear is a big factor for a lot of people. Fear is the really the lack of having our positive emotions. What destroys a negative emotion? And think of the negative emotion as a darkness, okay, that's working in our lives. And what is that darkness? What takes care of? What destroys darkness? What dispels darkness? The light. The light. What is the light? Hmm. In emotional world, the light would be love, peace, joy, passion. These are the power emotions. These are the emotions that ignite us into our potentials. These are the type of emotions. Man, when you got a joy about something, it's hard to take that away from somebody. You know, when you have love and when you find passion, when you, you all of a sudden that leads to purpose, you know, that these emotions are powerful emotions that, you know, really can propel us into, you know, our potential and what's really laying, what's really inside of us is not fear. Fear is from the lack of applying our positive emotions, you know, our positive forces, our five creative forces. And without those, that will allow fear to take over us. But when you awaken love and passion and joy and peace and and purpose, all of a sudden, you know, that dispels the fear. The fear all of a sudden starts to disappear, just like the darkness when you turn on the light. It's like the rheostat. We still have some of those around, rheostat. What? It's that little round knob. The more you turn it, the brighter the light gets, and we can crank up the brightness of that light bright, you know, until it's full on. That's what's going on inside of us when we start to awaken those things like our love, peace, joy, passion, purpose. Now those emotions begin to build it and create a drive to create a force within us. The force will be with you when you have these emotions working for you rather than against you. And it'll force fear into oblivion. Well said. It does. Fear has no place. It can't exist in love, peace, and joy. No, it can't. Fear has no place there. And, you know, love is a powerful, powerful force. People don't understand peace as an emotion. You know, oh, I'll have peace when all my problems go away. Ah, you know what I've learned in the last 65 years? That never, that, that day, doesn't work. That day's not here. Yeah, that day doesn't <laughs> exist. We're here to, we're empowered people and we deal with problems face on. And when we overcome a problem, wow, what an empowerment that is. And we're lovers. I always say better to be a problem solver than a problem maker. Okay. So, Absolutely. you know, and we want to be, you know, if you're a problem solver, you're a valuable person. When you, the more problems you resolve in life, the more valuable you become as a human being, the more equipped you are to deal with the issues of life. So as we create our empowerment tools that we're talking about here, we begin to create such empowerment that you know, it'll pay great dividends. You become a stronger person. You become somebody that people want working for you on their team because you produce results. That's what this does. It produces real, raw results in life. And that's what this is all about. Every problem is not there as a pain in the 
whatever you want it to be. You know, it could be. It is that problem is there with a purpose. And as you learn to overcome each problem, you become equipped to be, you know, in such a way that you would never become equipped to do. And so, you know, when I have mechanical problems, I've tried to avoid those in the past, you know, with, you know, car or whatever. But I know people that have those skills because they face those problems from kids working on motors. I never, after busting enough to my skin on my knuckles and fingers so many times, I didn't like tools and I didn't like working on my Now, I'll work on problems with people and I'm good with that. But I get somebody else to do my mechanic work. I, 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 I probably break more things trying to fix mechanical things than I do fixing them. And, uh, but, you know, I understood that. So but what, that's what teams are all about, too. Now, I'm talking about when you want to deal with yourself personally, you need to deal with it. Now, you can get some help. Get to the right people. There are people out there doing these tapping techniques, too, that can even help you, and they do it in uh, in their living room with you. There's doctors that do some of this stuff. You know, there's you want to do your own research. Find, you know, and begin to apply these things. And where you need help, get some of the help of other people that are doing these things because they're, you're doing it alone only. You know, you get 50% of the results than what you'd get if you were doing it as a team. That's what community is all about. That's what relationships are all about. So we want to encourage this is not just a solo adventure. This is something that we want to make this a community of team adventure. In the book, The Healing Revolution, we talk about getting some healing buddies where you can work on this stuff and be supportive of one another and to help each other grow and to become more equipped, more empowered by solving the problems that we're facing. If you keep having problems with low energy, start looking at why do I have low energy? Well, I do love chocolates. I love sweets. I can't. Yeah, well, the, that'll lead you down to a path where you'll all of a sudden have low energy moods, you know, blues. You'll have to lead to depression. You know, that sugar problem causes you to be inside to bounce all over the place and have no stability, no soundness of blood sugar. And that blood sugar is up and down and so are you. And, you know, it leads to problems. But you can, once you learn to harness that, I find I don't, it's not good for me to eat a lot of, you know, sweets. You know, I had a couple during the holidays, but I kept it at that. And I said, you know, we toss sweets in the garbage. Well, somebody in there, that's what a waste. No, no, I remember what I did in the years when I ate all those sweets because I didn't want them to go to waste. All the little starving children, wherever your parents might have told you about. Not when it comes to sugar, not when it comes to junk food. And so I've learned to curb those things and be able to control those things and know when it's a good thing to throw it away. I uh, gave mine away. I hope I'm not telling on myself here, but yeah, I I got that stuff out of the house. It, it came in one day and out the next. Wise choice, grasshopper. <laughs> and you remember where that came oh, from? Oh yeah, Karate Kid. Uh, actually, that was uh, what was it? That was Kung Fu. Kung Fu, okay. David Carradine. Okay, gotcha, Anybody, gotcha. The, the movie buffs out there. <laughs> You're that right. was an inspiring movie for me when I was a kid. I was young. I was watching that movie. 
it was inspiring to watch Master Poe, the blind guy, you know, the master who could see more than anybody. <laughs> and, and anyway, those little back flashbacks. And, yeah. uh, Wise move, grasshopper. Yes, when you snatch this pebble from my hand. <laughs> He's a blind guy now, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he couldn't, took him a lot of years before he could do that. And so, you know, there's we see with so much more, you know, than just our eyes. We learn, and that's what tapping into our potential is all about. So we talked about the little finger, the will, okay, and how to awaken your will. We've talked about the ring finger, your emotions, and how to have energy and create energy in motion for you to go in the right direction where you tap in and to the healthy, empowering emotions that, uh, that will work for you rather than against you. And when you awaken those, then the negative emotions, whether it's fear or anger or whatever, there's a lot of negative emotions out there, will be dispelled. Like the light dispels the darkness. Next, we're going to go into the long finger, Randy. The idea, what can you guess what that could be? How about your vision? How many people have a vision for their life? How many people continue to cultivate a vision for their lives? How many people learn to nurture and, and write down that vision and to continue to pursue and refine that vision regularly in life? How many people find yeah. yourself, if you lose, what is that vision? Without a vision, it said, people will perish. We need a vision in our lives. We need a vision. We need a vision in a business plan to even run a business successfully. We need a vision. How about a sports team that has no vision? Carolina Panthers. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so you know, you know, even if you have a vision, who has the better vision? Good point. You know, I mean, you know, what are some of those little loser kid teams in the movies and in the past? Yeah. Uh, you know, the Bad News Bears. What, right. That's I what I was thinking of, uh, yes. But, you know, some of these, if, you know, until those kids are given a vision. Of winning. Yes. And how to win and refine that vision and develop that vision and build it and strengthen that vision. That's what makes, that's the difference between winners and losers in life. So we need a vision. And I bet most people that I talk to and work with, patients that I've worked with that have health problems, very rare. I bet less than 1% actually had a vision for their health. That's powerful. So when we write our life plan, we need to write in a clear vision and continue to refine that vision and, and, and develop and strengthen that vision and add to that vision. That vision might be two or three sentences to start with, but as you continue to seek that vision for your life and for your health, that turns into paragraphs, that turns into pages, that turns into chapters of your life. That grows and grows and grows. Believe me, my vision continues to refine. I seek and spend some time every day to write more clarity about daily guidance. In With that big vision in mind, it helps keep everything else focused on working you know, force your forces of life to be working for you in the right direction for your life where you want to go. And so without that vision... 
<clears throat> what happens again? It's like that keel in the sailboat again. We can get blown here and there, and those problems in life don't help us navigate through the storm, but blow us off course. And we don't want that to happen. So we're going to talk after the break more about the power and how to create and clarify and build your vision for your life. Stay tuned. Dr. King will be right back as we continue to talk about hands-on healing and tapping into your potential. Stay tuned. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you. From allergies, memory loss, and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health, Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Some great words uh, for the new year from Dr. Frank King on The Healing Revolution today. Tapping into our potential. Carry on, Doc. Oh, my. So we're into the third of the five creative forces, and that is vision. And we have, we talked about what level of vision do you have for your life? There's a general level of vision, and we'll talk about how to get your vision to work for you, okay, and guide you into the direction in, in the success in every aspect of your life. That's what a vision can do for you. The power of a vision is amazing. It is so, it creates fulfillment through the process. You know, a sense of that inner fulfillment, that inner, I'm accomplishing what I'm here for. You know, I'm finding my purpose on the planet. You know, a vision guides you into, and I'm going to just apply it into the, what we call all eight essentials of how to find vision to affect you in a positive way into all eight essentials of your life. And I want to go through those eight essentials that's in the book, The Healing Revolution. But you apply a vision on the first of the eight essentials is for your spirit, that you have something that you're building a strength within. You're building a, a powerful f- faith within. Well, I don't believe in God. Somebody said to me the other day, and I said, that's okay. Uh, what, uh, you know, you know, he says there are no absolutes. Uh you know, this belief business, you know, is all hocus pocus. And I said, you believe that? And he went, yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay, you're applying belief here in not believing. Okay, that's your belief. Well, he made it think and the thought. I said, here's the thing. It's not about, you know, oh, you have to join this group. You know, you have to be Catholic or you have to be Jewish or you have to be whatever. No, no, no. It's about functional faith, if you would. It's about, you know, you need, well, what's this faith stuff? That I just can't wrap my head around. And he's a business guy. I says, again, do you have a business plan? He says, oh, yeah, of course. He says, how did you write that plan? 
And he thought for a minute, and he says, I, yeah, I guess I applied a lot of faith into that. Because it's you're telling you're creating something that doesn't exist. That's faith, and that's what functional faith does. It creates what didn't exist. You are a creative being, and these five creative forces. You're learning to apply those creative forces to work for you. Because if you don't apply them again, like we said about, you start going adrift in life. You start getting blown here and there, and you know, we can. There's an old saying that was told back in when I was in college that you can uh, create a plan for you. You better plan your life because if you don't plan your life, something else will, and you know, and take you somewhere you don't want to be. <laughs> and so, you, know, you want to work the plan. And so, you know, it's all that's what it's about. And so, applying faith. Again, is one you know in the spirit. You're applying, you know, your vision for your spirit, growing yourself, learning to develop your creative forces. That's all awakening that spirit, like what we talked about with some of the patients earlier in the show, and why John was able to overcome the terminal disease and walk those two girls he had down the aisle. And so you want to create, and that's what was different, the unique thing in all those spontaneous remissions in these books that I was telling you about earlier, the pattern, the consistencies, what was going on. They started working on those, what I discovered were those five creative forces. And, you know, again, out to the three that we talked about, John applied the will, you know, the lady who applied her emotions to work for her rather than against her. That terminal diagnosis could have worked really against her and taken away her faith, taken away her hope, taken away her vision for her life. You know, the joy, the peace, the love, that she really focused on those things. And that grew and overcame the, uh, you know, the terminal illness. The vision. There's so many cases where when so many people start getting a vision for their life, when they start having and, and cultivating and that vision from, again, from a few sentences to paragraphs to pages, you know, to chapters, you know, you begin to keep writing. And I encourage people to journalize. I encourage people to start writing. And it's kind of like what I call a future's diary, if you would. You know, why wait or talk about the past? That's okay. You learn a little bit from the past, like history. But... You really need to start thinking about cultivating your future and start applying your creative forces to work for you rather than against you. Vision helps with that. You get a general vision for your life. Then you start getting, okay, I'm going to apply it to the spirit, uh, you know, know, awakening your creative spirit within you. Uh, Now, the second of the eight essentials is your nutrition. You start applying vision for taking care of myself. I'm going to feed myself with real food. What a, that's a key thing to do in life. And we have a whole chapter on this in the book, The Healing Revolution. Water, something as simple. So many people are dehydrated and they actually, you, that's slow death. You shrivel up when you get, you know, like a grape and a prune, you know, uh, you know, it's a lack of hydration <laughs> creates the, you know, the raisin, I should say. The prune is the plum, but a, a shriveled up plum, dehydrated plum. We all get dehydrated through life. We don't, we will, it accelerates the aging process. We need water to, for our brains to function more fully. We need water to carry everything we need in our body. 
We have whole shows on this. But we have to have, sometimes we need to think, okay, I need to drink more water. Just making that choice will make a big difference in how clearly your brain works, how clearly your body will function and fulfill your purpose in life. The the next was fitness, the fourth essential. How do you create a vision for your fitness? Like we talked earlier, let's start with our New Year's resolution. We're going to create this vision for my fitness. I'm going to start becoming an active person because an inactive person shrivels up and dies. Okay, simple. We need to stay active. We need to keep our fluids moving through our bodies to stay healthy and to fulfill our fullness of our vision for our lives. Now, the fifth is sleep. We can start working on that super sleep that we had a number of shows on recently. And then, you know, you got to have a vision for your sleep or you could become, you know, where you're not sleeping so well. And in getting those dreams, that's where those dreams come from in your sleep. That's where you can start cultivating more about your dynamic of who's the real person inside of you. Okay, and let that real dynamic person comes out because we all have a certain level of dynamic person within each and every one of us. We have not been, you know, all of us have that inner person that is much greater than who we are right now. Nature, tapping into nature. Had a great hike this weekend, you know, with the fam. My wife and I, we went out on this beautiful mountaintop, had a great time. You know, just having time in nature is so important. It's so easy to forget about these things. That's what's nurtured us from the beginning of time. The further we get away from nature, the more we have problems we will have in our lives. We need nature, that forest bath, oh, the smells of the woods, all seasons. How about in the seventh essential is relationships, cultivating healthy, healing, dynamic relationships that will work for you rather than against you. And then what we're talking about now, these are the HOTS, the hands-on healing techniques, the hands-on techniques and tapping. And we're going to go beyond tapping in the next show. We're going to now, you know what your five creative forces are, and we're going to start tapping in to implementing these things and becoming all you are designed to be. Tapping into your potential. I can't wait for next week's episode with Dr. Frank King and the Healing Revolution. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution. Say you want a revolution.